0: Okay.
1: Hold on. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> I tried. I mean... There was a solid attempt there, mm-hmm. and I know what you were going for, and I respect it. Mm-hmm. Whether it was accomplished or not, <clears throat> not the point, and I Hold think on. that's okay. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm getting out there.
0: But anyways, I can whistle. Yeah. (laughs) Did you know it took me probably like 20 years of my life to figure out how to whistle? I still don't know how to whistle. (gasps) Yeah, I don't. Whoa. Well. I'm
1: okay with that. You haven't (laughs) seen Avatar. I don't know how to whistle. I think we're even. There we go. How's it going?
0: It's going. I'm here. We're live. Yes, exactly.
1: Meetha and I are live in person for this recording.
0: Nadim is not dying of bronchitis. No, I know.
1: (laughs) Everyone is healthy, and so we're in my theater to review. The Bridge on the River Kwai. Yes. And also watch our next week's movie. hmm And we'll talk about that at the end. the end. But before we get to all that fun stuff, we have a lot actually to discuss. So early many. On. So many Let's things. Let's start with your holiday movie list and then we'll get to the other things.
0: Okay, so last week I left you by letting you know that I'd watched all six home loans. Yeah. Which was something. That's a lot. It's a lot. And so I've now since watched one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Whoa. How did you watch eight? Wait, one, two, three. Oh, because I did watch today's already. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Oh, because you were coming here.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I came prepared. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, I have to post that. Okay. Anyways.
1: Run through the list. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, okay. So on the 7th of December, my true love gave to me Silent Night with um, Kira Knightley and Matthew Good. Okay. It's a post, it's like not post apocalyptic, sorry. It's apocalyptic themed okay. Christmas movie. Okay. Um, really good concepts, just like not played out well. So two and a half. Snowflakes. Right. Then I watched Eight Women, oh, which yes. is a French, oh, wait, an entirely female cast, yeah. only one male, mm-hmm. French, mm-hmm. musical, yeah. murder, mystery. It's a lot. It's a lot of things, and it is a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. it's a lot. So I was hoping for it to be like a four or five, um, and it wound up being a three snowflakes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then on the 9th, I watched the new Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell movies, Spirited. Spirited has such a good concept. Mm -hmm. It's just extremely long winded and it gets to be very Ryan Reynolds and it gets to be Will Ferrell, actually, it's not, like, super Will Ferrell, but it's there. Yeah. It's really Ryan Reynolds-y, though.
1: You know the thing about Ryan Reynolds is he's just so Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, and he, he can't help do, it. He can't help it, but he can't do anything else. Anything else
0: but be Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Um, so I gave Spirited two and a half okay. snowflakes. Um, then I watched a classic, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. In this viewing, though, I realized, like, it's not as good as I've always thought it was. Really? Yeah, there's something about it that... it feels a bit dated this year to me.
1: I haven't seen it in years. Yeah.
0: This year it just like this still this feels a little bit cheesy in like that the, Tim Burton cheesy kind of way.
1: Like those pastel interiors. Yeah. Like, Which okay, those comics. I
0: get I get the aesthetic, oh, yes. but even the story itself part of it felt like Back to the Future in a lot of ways. Like when you look at Winona Ryder's boyfriend and like his, how masculine he is and how he like just wants to rob, oh, spoiler alert. If (laughs) (laughs) he's a movie that came out
1: in the 80s? 90s? Early 90s. 90s, 97 maybe? No. Is
0: it 94? It's
1: old. Is
0: it? Oh, it might be 94.
1: I'm looking it up. Yeah. 90.
0: Oh, it's 90? Yeah. Oh. I knew it was super old. Okay. And, but still it felt a little like a little bit cheesier than i remembered okay, fair so three snowflakes oh, okay. out of five what would you give it
1: I, I haven't seen it in years so i can't actually right to give a, a rating yeah
0: then on the 11th of december i watched um the 1960 original oceans 11 okay. is it a christmas movie Yes, because it occurs during that okay. time, but it's not in that it has the holiday spirit. Okay. So it occurs at the time, but it's not like Die Hard where yeah. it's like, no, it embodies Christmas. Kind of
1: like Eyes Wide Shut in that way.
0: Uh, yeah, a yeah. little bit. Well, No, but and Eyes Wide Shut talks about like consumerism, consumerism and shit. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm so surprised that they would decide to like remake this all the years later, yeah. but Steven Soderbergh is the person to do, do it. it. Yeah. It's not that great. It's just a bunch of like cool guys from that era, yeah. kind of like in a movie. Cool guys. Yeah, and uh, I gave it how many snowflakes? Two snowflakes. Wow. Yeah.
1: But how many snowflakes do you give the? Recent That's ones? a four That's for a me. Four. That's a solid count. four. Yeah. yeah. It's someone, and like you said, it's someone who knows. Like, mm, there's something more that can be done. That with, done this. with this, yeah. and
0: like, does it, it made me watching it made me appreciate like 2001 Ocean's George Eleven yeah. so much more. Um, And then in the last three days, I decided to do the Santa Claus series. Yes. So that is the Santa Claus, the Santa Claus 2, and then the Santa Claus 3, the Escape Claus. Okay. That is what it's titled. And the thing with the Santa Claus is that in terms of it being a franchise, it's actually much more successful than the Home Alone franchise. To me... Because Tim
1: Allen is in all of them. Tim Allen
0: and every single person is in all three.
1: Oh, that's it's huge yeah. that makes
0: such a big difference yeah, yeah. and like it's obviously cheesy family movies yeah. but the fact that you still have all those people mm-hmm. coming together years later and like wanting still it, yeah. and still doing it there's something really special yeah. about that and like they are they're bad movies in that they're like they're meant to be yeah. bad but they're still like kind of christmasy magical yeah. for little kids like i actually enjoyed three which okay. I said was, like, the worst one out of all three. But I was like, oh, no, I still this!" Enjoyed it. if I was a little kid, I would like this. This yeah. would be fun. Um, so for Santa Claus, the original, I gave it three and a half snowflakes. Okay. For the Santa Claus 2, I gave it two snowflakes. And then the Santa Claus 3 is two snowflakes as well. Okay.
1: Yeah. So nothing is, like, amazing so far.
0: No, but I kind of knew that going yeah. in.
1: Like until you get to Die Hard.
0: Yeah, then it's, like, the greatest Christmas yeah, yeah, movie yeah. of all time. You have eyes, don't mind I'm not going to yeah. talk about it. Don't... Th- they don't know when I'm watching it. <laughs> That's fine, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I was going to say another one, but I was like, no, I'll keep my mouth shut. So
1: we'll see, because next week is almost the last week. No, there'll be two weeks of it, because of your ending on Christmas.
0: I'm ending on Christmas. Okay.
1: So now we're going to talk about <laughs> my favorite thing. Oh. Because we are currently in award season, meet we, we are. We are, like, knee deep in award season. It's the best time it's of the year. It's the best time of the year. <laughs> I love award season. Yeah. It makes me love the movies, and <laughs> it's like... It really is my Super Bowl. Right? I don't care if people say it's a gay Super Bowl. Sure. Then I'm all here for the gay Super Bowl. Listen, we're all gay. Yeah, we're all gay. <laughs> yeah. I don't give I don't give a rat's ass. It's just so much fun. Yeah. So I've been following all the awards and I've been following Awards Daily every day. <laughs> the team is my points. Awards Daily. Yeah, really? I, I, mean, I, I give Mita the, the updates and all of that. So there's a couple of things we're going to discuss. Okay. Golden Globe noms.
0: Yeah. They, they came out. <laughs>
1: yeah, they were there.
0: Um, I don't have them at the top of my head. I haven't seen all that much that's like kind of in the awards realm. Oh, because
1: we didn't talk about the thing that we did see. Because we've both seen the Fablemans. Yes. And you recently saw Everything every uh, everything and, Everywhere All, all at once. once.
0: Yes. Should we talk about that? I think quickly. Okay. Yes. Like, I, What were your
1: thoughts? Because... Hmm. The Fableman's was a front runner. Yeah. And now mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere All at Once is the front contender. It yes. is clearing up nominations. There was the Critics' Choice just announced theirs and it has a record high. Chicago just announced their uh, Critics' Awards. It got a high Golden Globes. Michelle Yeoh is winning a bunch of things. Okay. So I'd like to know your thoughts.
0: I am underwhelmed by this award season yeah, in terms of like what's out there. Everything, everywhere, all at once makes sense to me as the front runner because it's the only thing I've seen so far that I'm like, yes, like yeah. this is new, this is exciting, it's different, this is different, this is like parasite, yeah, not as great as parasite, but this, and is... not
1: because it's also about Asian people, <laughs>
0: no, like you could have Indian people, yeah, yeah, in yeah, it. That's you not could the have point. like Russians in yeah, it, yeah. and it would still be, but it's really nice amazing, that it's about people of color, yes, it is very nice. And just so different and unique to the what is usually accepted in award season as well, and it's just I'm so happy that even though this movie came out in the summer, it's still like leading the charge because it wouldn't if it wasn't. If it like normal in normal circumstances, I think like going to the theater these last few years has been so different. Like, if this came out in 2019, I don't know if it would have made the way.
1: But if you look at the other movies nominated, like, okay, so for instance, we also saw The Fablemans, and I think we have different opinions about that. Yeah. Because I was kind of underwhelmed by it.
0: I liked it in that, like, this is a nice, like, Steven Spielberg movie. I don't think it should be getting, like, all the uh, praise that it has been, especially towards Michelle Williams. Yeah, Yeah,
1: definitely for that. But you haven't seen what I think is also excellent. Banshees of, in- Banshees in- of in- Inisherin. Banshees in- of yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that is another. So it's kind of like Everything Everywhere All At Once and Banshees of Inisherin and Tar are the like top three right now. Okay. I have not seen Tar. I regret mm-hmm. not seeing Tar when it was in theaters. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to have to wait to see it because it's two hours and 40 minutes. Oh. Yeah. About a musical. Banshees is before. on Disney Plus yeah, so you I'm watching go it go this weekend. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like absolutely. I mm-hmm. would highly recommend it and I don't want to go into too much detail because it's one of those movies that like go in blind. Okay. It's just... I know what it's about. You don't. But I do. No, you don't. Okay. Because you think, because the way it's sold and the way the trailer sells it, it's very smartly trying to steer you away from what the movie's actually about. Okay. Like, they're trying to give you enough detail to entice you, but they're, they're like, the rest of this is hard to sell. But award season for me is a little underwhelming. Also, Meeta has never seen Avatar, and she's (laughs) gonna have to watch The Way of the Water because it's also getting nominated.
0: No, I am waiting until January twenty fourth to see if I need to actually watch this movie. I'm
1: not doing it before.
0: I have to stand by my. I do. I
1: respect that, but you, I guarantee you, will have to.
0: Oh, I don't want to, and I want a woman to win over him again.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that won't happen. Damn
0: it. Because
1: there's just. Sarah Polly doesn't that woman talking is not getting the same amount of praise that like anything else is.
0: I haven't completely. seen it, but I just I like her a lot. I
1: like her a lot too, and I like her movies, and woman talking seems very interesting, mm-hmm. but it's just not it's not hitting the way other things are. are. But the thing I think is that is most interesting and exciting about this season. Yes. Is R R R R. R R R, R, R for those of our listeners R. who don't know, is a Indian film in the Telugu language. Mm-hmm. Telugu is actually the prime language of the state my family comes from, uh, Telangana. Uh, my parent, my mom and dad, like learned Telugu in school, but they don't speak it anymore. Yeah. kind of like me in French. <laughs> it is a so it's a Tollywood movie. It's not a Bollywood movie. It's three hours and like eight minutes. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It is a batshit so masala wild. movie. It's, it's just like so wild. It's So wild And it.
0: Literally wild. It is literally wild.
1: I do, <laughs> yeah. like I cannot. Every review I've read of it is like, especially on like YouTube, if you watch people read, like watching it live, they're like, everything I heard about this movie, people were like, it's crazy. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, this is, this is actually crazy. crazy. This
0: is bonkers, bananas, batshit crazy. It has
1: no business being in the awards race and yet is <laughs> it, it is appearing on every, every list. single list and every single Critics Awards. Yeah. It just got five. um... Critics' Choice Awards nominations today. It has two Golden Globe nominations. It won. It's on the a National Board of Review's top 10. It won Best Director with the New York Film Critics and was a runner-up for Best Director at the LA Film Critics. That has never happened. Like, no Indian person has ever come close. Slumdog Millionaire is not an Indian film. No, it's Let's, a British film. It's a British film that set that very clear. Yeah. So this is the first time a commercial Indian film mm-hmm. is making this kind of splash and that to me is so exciting
0: it's exhilarating it's exhilarating it's like yeah so
1: exciting to see and i actually on awards daily there was um so they run contests Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and they is this what it was yeah they run contests with every major so they did one with like nyc and la they did with golden globes you predict who's going to be the nominations and then they give prizes um and they do it with the oscars and everything so with la this is what they wrote on their website when they announced the winners okay First, did you, did you read this? No. Okay. First, the LA FCA. We actually had a record 5,207 entries, which is the most we've ever seen in any contest at Awards Daily. What? A very large number of those were from RRR fans who were out in force on Twitter showing their love for the film. We've been doing this a long time, and le- needless to say, jaded... We. Sorry, needless to say, jaded we may be after a lifetime online, it's still awe-inspiring to see that type of campaign manifest organically in real time.
0: No one else would do that but Indians. Indian
1: people. Yeah. And it is, if you actually go on awards daily, I follow all their comments, there's so many more Indian people, by their names you can tell, and they're all pushing RRR, they're all doing that. That's wild. And that's actually so...
0: It's just so nice to see a community, like, come come together, come together. and be like, and be yes, so let's get yeah, this. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, like, it's really, no other, I can't think, I really can't think of another community who would push that way. That's impressive. 5,200 entries. And for being, like, most of these were from fans of that singular movie from India.
0: That's wild. I don't think
1: it's going to win anything. I think it might win Best Song. Okay. And that, I think, will be it. At the Oscars.
0: Over Taylor Swift. Yeah.
1: Because I think...
0: That's like my Sophie's choice. for I know
1: it is. But I think the... I think they'll have... Natu Natu. Okay. The one they do at the party where they dance like crazy. So that's also getting nominated (laughs) for everything. Yeah. I think at the Oscars, it has a... It is a serious contender to get a Best Picture nomination, which is wild. Best
0: Picture, not just Best Foreign Film.
1: So it can't get Best Foreign Picture because India submitted a different film, not RRR. I remember, this is a huge thing too, because before, uh, before when India was deciding what movies to make, uh-huh. everyone was trying to push RRR. There's a couple of films that people were trying to make push. One of them was Gangu by okay. um, Gautia by Sanjaleela Bansali. There was this movie, The Kashmir Files, that people really didn't want to get pushed because it's kind of embarrassing. Uh-huh. And then there's <laughs> RRR. And Anurag Kashyap, who's this great filmmaker who directed Gangs of Wasipur, mm-hmm. he made a comment about how... Um, RRR is the most realistic shot India has yeah. of not just getting nominated but winning mm-hmm. an Oscar. And then they picked a Gujarati film. Ah, oh, my with, people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> those people that no one has seen. Oh. It, it didn't even release in India at the time. No one has heard of it. People were taken aback. So then what happened was mm. the makers of RRR started their own four-year consideration campaign and that... Is what is resulting
0: in the best picture.
1: Wow! That is what they are That's on it. every best picture I love list. That. It's it's they're either appearing if if it's a top five, mm-hmm. they're they're not appearing in best picture, they're appearing in best foreign picture. If it's a top ten, they're appearing in best picture. So there needs to be enough love for the film for it to get an Oscar nomination. But the way it's moving, it's very very possible at this. There point. are billions.
0: Of us. We can do this. Well, I mean, we're not I'm getting on the internet tonight. (laughs) So here's the
1: thing. Here's the thing is that you need... You need white buy-in for this to work. Who
0: can we get on our side? But there's people. There's, like,
1: Adam McKay, like, tweeted about it and was just like, how do we get this film nominated? Yeah. There's, like, videos of a bunch of directors. What
0: has Scorsese said about it? Scorsese
1: hasn't said anything yet. Okay. I feel like... I feel like... The fact that he won Best Director at nyfc is huge that's really like this these are elite pretentious awards la and nyc are not like they're not popularists they're not like what everyone watches they pick like niche films and for them to have picked this as their best director award that propelled this into like a whole different place so to see what's going to happen i think i'm like truly truly excited and i haven't been this excited about the the race for a while because when parasite was nominated it was kind of like an Except, like you knew it was gonna to happen. happen it was just so good and it was universally so lauded that you were like okay but i was still excited for that but yes. this is like this is my people
0: how do you feel though okay is there a better Bollywood oh my god film? absolutely because <laughs> <laughs> i i've seen RRR yeah. now and i was like this is so much fun but i'm like is this the best that we yeah. have no it's not
1: even <laughs> the best this year I would, have you seen Gangubai? Not yet. I would watch Gangubai because I would say Gangubai is a better film. And there's like other good films. Yeah. R.R. is wildly entertaining. Yes. You cannot deny that. Mm-hmm. But it's not the best masala movie there ever was. No. It just isn't. And I think, but I think what he gets away with, like if I were to just watch this without the hype, I'd be like, yeah, this is wild. And it kind of is an, elev- it's an, it's elevated above your standard, maybe masala movie that isn't this crazy. But it's nothing, like, insane. Mm-hmm. But I think to a Western audience, to see this kind of stuff, you're kind of like...
0: Whoa. Whoa. And,
1: he, and I think the key thing is he does it very well. Yeah. And it's a, it's rooted in a very human story about these two friends. It's very, like... It
0: could go even more insane, but there is yeah. still... As insane as it is, there is some restraint to it.
1: That scene, Mita, where they gatecrash the party and the animals fly out of the truck. <laughs> I literally was just like, what the hell happened?!
0: <laughs> I and mean, he literally
1: like tosses a tiger. Yeah, tosses <laughs> a tiger off of it. It is crazy, it's and so I do weird. highly recommend you watch it because there's nothing like that this in award season. And I no. think what's so amazing is that it's almost like mocking the Oscars in a way, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Like it's kind of just like you could pick Tar. Or you could pick, pick RR. Yeah. And everything everywhere all at once is kind of the same idea. Because of these like, movies were not meant to be Oscar movies. No, they're they were
0: fun and exciting and, and exhilarating. exhilarating.
1: And I think the honesty about how you made those films, that's what's coming through right now. Mm-hmm. You're not making it's not Oscar bait.
0: And we need this right yeah. now. We've had two years of like shit. Yeah. <laughs> like we need something fun.
1: I know RR, even if it gets nominated, will not win, and I'm okay with that. I am gunning for everything everywhere all at once this time. To is. win. Best picture. best picture I'm, and in Michelle Yeoh to win best picture. best picture
0: oh, because she is. she is she's the best Michelle
1: she's the best Michelle that's, yeah, it. that's what it I'm is.
0: sorry Williams I love I you I still need
1: to see Tar that's because that's a big one um, she
0: has two <laughs> she doesn't need another one she doesn't one. need
1: another one that's very true but I think and I think I think too. Right? I think the yeah too because yeah. she won for the Elizabeth
0: aviate. no it's aviator it's aviator the aviator
1: best supporting right. and then best actress Gwyneth for- won
0: for that
1: year Gwyneth
0: I'm, only has the one. No, I was thinking of Elizabeth, but Gwyneth won that year. Yes, yes, sure. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> so I do hope Everything Everywhere All At Once wins because it's an earnest, and it's such an original film. It's so original and yeah. it's so honest and like, I hope that wins and I hope RRR does well. I would love if it gets nominated for Best Picture and then NTR Jr. and Ramchar and then Ali Abhatt and going Devgan come to present that. <laughs> Could you imagine that it though? It would be so good. Also, yeah. imagine the ratings boost. For the, Oscars, for the Oscars, all if billion our, yeah. Indians if are watching. RRR, listen to our, to our small, meager audience. Yep. If RR gets nominated for Best Picture, you will see an you will see a boost in ratings. I guarantee it.
0: Yeah. If anything, Jimmy Kimmel will want that to be nominated. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Like you're you're going to <laughs> want this.
0: Jimmy promoting. And it.
1: I think, I think the Oscars are not blithe to that. But
0: oh yeah, but they also they do sh- they do they do gimmicky things. So yeah. I feel like they'll maybe they'll. Try They'll to get us way. in. Yeah. Just like what they did with Chadwick.
1: Yeah. Like, I feel like if uh, Not Do Not Get nominated for Best Song, they're mm-hmm. going to have Rom and Tara Jr. perform it.
0: But what if they're stage. shitty and they make us think, like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, and then they don't. Just like Anthony Hopkins winning over Chadwick Boseman. Well, and they had good. his wife... It was a better performance. <laughs> but they had his yeah, wife sitting there. They changed the order, the order of the awards. Of the awards.
1: Yeah. And not wildly, like... Blew yeah. up in their faces. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see okay. what happens as um not I think things are going to peter out until January when the Golden Globes happen and then we have like all the guilds start to announce a producers guild and directors guild and screen actors guild will announce and then BAFTA and all of that. I think it's a guarantee and the BAFTAs we're going to I think it's just I think we're just getting started.
0: I don't care about the BAFTAs. I don't care about the
1: British. But they are a big precursor.
0: But that was my segue. Yeah. Oh,
1: <laughs> I see what you did I'm there. I'm so good. Because Nita, what did we watch this, this
0: week? This week we watched Bridge on the River Kwai. We did. Yes. It was on the river, oh. not over the river. No. Nadim, Although it was over the river. I mean, a bridge is over a river, yeah.
1: yeah. I was like wrong technically. But it's also on the river. Yeah.
0: Who's reading it this week? I am reading it Oh, this good, because I don't can't see your computer. That's fine. I mean, I can throw it to you. <laughs> Let
1: me give you a quick IMDb Disco of this film that no one's heard of, The Bridge on the River Kwai. <laughs> British POWs are forced to build a railway bridge across the River Kwai for their Japanese captors in occupied Burma, not knowing that the Allied forces are planning a daring commando raid through the jungle to destroy it.
0: Dun, dun, dun.
1: That is really dramatic as a logline.
0: Yeah. For a not, like, super dramatic movie.
1: But that is everything that happens. That is. Yeah.
0: So, in a sense, it is dramatic, but, like, when you watch this, do you feel, did you feel that this was a wartime drama?
1: Not up until the very end. Yeah. But maybe that's getting there too quickly. Okay. Thoughts.
0: Would you like my thoughts? <laughs> this is a war movie. <laughs> <laughs> and and did
1: you have the same realization that me that like, it doesn't matter how good the war movie is, you just don't have any interest in watching it? Exactly. Yeah. It, wait, you <laughs> had that same feeling?
0: Yeah. Right? I don't know what it. I don't know it, what it is. It's just war is so boring to yeah. me and like there's nothing that about it that I'm just like yes I want to get into the nitty gritty of yeah. this I want to understand the psychology of like I don't care yeah. figure out your shit and stop fighting yeah. like that's just how I feel about it and I know we have to give respect to veterans and I obviously appreciate what people had yeah, done in that
1: absolutely, yeah.
0: time, but I just don't understand why it is entertaining for like a specific group of people. White men? White men. <laughs> there are white men. I, I know some ladies.
1: No. Do I know some ladies? I'm sure you have ladies, yeah. but it's not. It is white men and maybe a few people of color men.
0: Yeah. There are some color there. Um, no, well, I'm thinking there was one Christmas we gave one of my cousins Saving Private No, not Saving Private Ryan. Band of Brothers okay. on DVD, and immediately after we had to start watching it, okay. and I was just like, "What the fuck is that?" I was yeah. Like, I don't want to sit here. It's that. Christmas. Like, well, I don't want to watch. Is not
1: something I want to be watching. Band watching
0: of Brothers, yeah. and they were all so into it, and they're brown people. Like, <laughs> just to clarify, just as you know, I yeah. have cousins that are brown. Yeah. Um. And they were so into it, and like they wanted to watch this. And I'm like, what is it about watching people suffer in this kind of a way yeah. that is entertaining for yeah. people? And I can't pinpoint it. But what I can pinpoint is the actual story that's happening here. Yeah. And the idea of someone wanting to build something, being so passionate about yeah. something, making sure it could go d- be done in any way possible. That, to me, is interesting. And why so I was thinking while watching it, like, what if this was, like, in a different setting? Would yeah. I actually appreciate this movie for what it is? And I think I would.
1: If it wasn't a war movie?
0: If it wasn't war. Like, if it was, like, a, a business merger <laughs> or something.
1: No, that sounds boring.
0: Yeah, well, it depends on who wrote it. But <laughs> I, I can respect this for what it is. I think there definitely, like, something visually, there's, like, a shift in terms of, like, mm-hmm. what's acceptable for Best Picture now?
1: This, I will say that I was watching this and I was just like, if this movie doesn't interest me, a war movie will never interest me. Because I can recognize this is incredibly made. Yeah. It's masterful. The direction in this is really good. The way it starts and the cinematography mm-hmm. and the, like, music and everything. there. This, this sets the bar at a certain place. And... While I was watching it, I was just like, if this isn't going to do it, nothing
0: Nothing ever will. No. Because image-wise, like, it's very, it's beautiful. Like, Mm it's, it's terrible that it's war, but, like, the setting itself. The
1: cinematography? I thought I was watching a modern movie. Yeah.
0: It does not look like this was made in 1957. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, there aren't those shots of them in the water and the camera following them. I was like, was, I was mesmerized. Or even
0: just like going down the bridge itself yeah. and watching it be built was just like, whoa, like this looks like something I just saw. Yeah. Last week in the movie in the, theater. The movie theater yeah. yeah. I was
1: blown away by the like, by all of that stuff. And I, the only thing in my head is just like, if this doesn't do it, nothing will.
0: Exactly. And I can appreciate the acting in yeah. this too. Like they're very strong yeah. performances. Believable. I did not think, I forgot that that was Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like yeah, I did exactly. not know yeah. that that was him on the screen. Yeah. And that is one of those roles where like, it's like Harry Potter. Like we'll always see Daniel Radcliffe yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. And it's so hard to not see Alec Guinness be Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. But I, I forgot completely. Yeah. It's, A very well-made movie. It's just, I, it's war, man. I can't, I don't know.
1: I will also (laughs) say it's very long. It's Mm. almost three hours long. And the shifts in this movie are a little jarring. The, we start off in, in the camp, in the internment camp, and then one of those men run away and then we're following him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's like a sudden shift in focus. And, like, I get what that sh- shift in focus is for. Yeah. But it was a bit, like, jarring. Also, I felt like we spent just way too much time following people, doing things. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of, like, do I need 20 minutes of these men going through the jungle?
0: <laughs> no, because it's the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> over and over. Like, do, yeah.
1: I, do I need to see this? And I I was... I, I'm a little hesitant to say, because this is a prestige film. Yeah. But parts of this were very boring.
0: Do you feel like parts of this movie are overrated I, yes. I do <laughs> yeah. I
1: think parts of this movie are overrated I think parts of this movie completely deserve all the praise they get yes. that ending is spectacular mm-hmm. it is it's or, <laughs> and even <laughs> yeah. the build up to it and the like the tension of like you're you're sitting watching like push it push it what <laughs> are you doing like it was you're, you're like right wrapped up in it that very end and it is it's masterful direction it looks incredible like it's It's flawless, actually.
0: So, spoiler alert, the the bridge blows up. (laughs) They blow up the bridge. They blow up the bridge. the most
1: iconic shot from the film. And
0: just a few weeks ago, we watched The Greatest Show on Earth, which had, like, this masterful train crash. And we thought that was so spectacular. No, 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 no. no. A few years later, they blow up this bridge,
1: and it's like... And then the train falls off (laughs) off the the bridge. bridge.
0: Yeah, And it's wild. It's
1: wild. The whole sequence is incredible. That, like, last half hour is so... It's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's truly amazing. So that's not overrated. I don't think this is a end-to-end amazing, flawless picture, though.
0: The, I don't understand, like, the praise that it's been given. Oh, you don't? I don't understand the, the hype. The, I get, like, the hype of, like, oh, yeah, Bridge on the River Kwai is, like, one of the greatest films ever made. I don't know if it's, like, the greatest film ever made. But that's also, to my personal taste, I don't like the war, war. Films, i don't yeah. like war films there's so, nothing about it that's like attractive to I've me
1: once had a conversation so i have a friend who's a she's a phd in education and she teaches racism mm-hmm. in, in schools and we were talking about books and what great books are and she brought up a very interesting point about well who decides what's on that list it's usually white men yeah. who decide what go on that list Who's deciding... What are the best pictures? What are the best pictures? White. Who's deciding white men.
0: I will say, we... um, I've been watching White Lotus Season (laughs) 2. And we have had the conversation, and we will have the conversation, even though we're not going to watch them this season, about The Godfather. Oh, we
1: can't not talk about them. Yeah. Yeah. But but I'm glad we had the conversation before the White Lotus.
0: Yes, <laughs> because like we, the we've White Lotus stole things. that from us. But anyway, us. We've,
1: we've said those things.
0: Um, how the Godfather has contributed to sort of this like toxic masculinity mm. of like what's acceptable in male culture. Oh. And I will say, I don't think there's anything about this that kind of negatively
1: pushes uh, that. Pushes that. Yeah. yeah. Although there are no women. No, there are not. The, there's the, one
0: lady and she makes out with them. But yeah, like, <laughs> she makes out
1: with them. And then there's a couple of like Burmese women yeah. who are meant to be exotic and beautiful. And that's it. Yeah. That's really the That's purpose. their purpose. That's Bye. their purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there is a little bit of that because mm-hmm. they aren't women with characters or arcs or anything. They're literally meant to be pieces of ass. Mm-hmm.
0: But I also understand that for this though. Like, I don't yeah, think I, do. I need that. I don't need a female character yeah. in this, like, charging
1: the way. There, uh, I talked about last week, because I, we talked about Shah Rukh Khan, mm-hmm. Nauseam, and a song from that movie actually released oh. with Deepika Padukone. Oh. Dancing. Whoa. And she looks smoking hot. But you can tell she probably doesn't have a big role in this film. Oh. You could tell that, like, she's meant to be a smoking piece of ass. And she can take that box because she does look like a smoking piece of ass. But, I mean, that's based on one... One minute trailer and a three minute song. That
0: that's, should be a role for an ingenue, though.
1: We'll see. I'm. That's my guess. Yeah. And the only reason I bring it up is that maybe there is a place for that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. Look.
0: But is there a place for that for men?
1: You want to talk about the White Lotus?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have finished the White Lotus. Yeah, I haven't yet. There is not a single scene of female nudity. There's one shot in the later episodes uh-huh. of a woman's butt. Yeah. Otherwise, you don't see anyone's T and you don't see anyone's A. It's women in bathing suits. Okay. You see a lot of naked men.
0: Oh, the White Lotus is made by a gay a man. A gay man, yeah. yeah.
1: So just to your point... Yes. There is.
0: Okay. But I mean, in specifically in Bollywood, do you feel like there is you remember like... Do Dostana? No, but I'm... Just, <laughs> the way that the hot female character in that one dance sequence is, do you ever get that with men?
1: But do you... I'm saying Dostana. Huh, okay. John Abraham. A movie from of...
0: like 2000 what?
1: Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, you asked and I'm giving you an example. Okay. Shah Rukh Khan in Om Shantiam, which you've never seen. Shah Rukh Khan in this song actually, yeah. as well. Because he appears in there and with his like 56 year old body and his like eight abs, he looks incredible for his age. So mm-hmm. this, I think the whole point of me bringing this up is that like, look, that song knows what it's doing. Okay. Deepika looks hot, but Deepika is not the only piece of meat on display. Okay. Shah Rukh Khan is also on display. Okay. There are shots of his. Amazing body, yeah. That are meant to be for women in the gays, yeah. And even Deepika is meant to be for men in the gays. Okay. Right, like mm-hmm. you have to see the song, and maybe we can watch it before, or okay. we can talk about it. <laughs> but I think I, I was having a conversation with my parents over dinner, like a couple of days ago, about how my parents are a bit more conservative, and so when they see sex or like extreme language, and specifically anything Indian, mm-hmm. it really bothers my mom, like um. really, really. She, they're a bit more religious. And so they kind of expect things to be a little bit more conservative and a little bit more like following that. It's not. And it made me realize that not everything is made for everyone. And I think that's okay. That's, yeah. And I think if this movie is made for men, why is that a bad thing?
0: I don't think it's a bad thing. I just, I wish I understood it more. I understood but you're why. But not a they man. Didn't, I know, I'm never going to be.
1: And I'm a man and I you, can get it. Yeah. I just don't like it. Like, I was I just get thinking,
0: it. what what about war is so like exciting for? I
1: think this movie particularly is more about loyalty. Mm-hmm. It's definitely about like loyalty. It's about the futility of war. It's about like accomplishment. accomplishment, Accomplishing something. A lot of things that I think are masculine without being misogynistic. Yes, so, which
0: that I give kudos yeah. to. That this isn't toxic in yeah. any way.
1: And granted, those things can apply to women as well. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but this is about. You know, I think it's 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 selling that from a male's perspective mm-hmm. that like war and especially something like this is about. Look, Alleginness's character is fighting the good fight against the Japanese, but still recognizes his job is to create this bridge and he's going to do it right. Yeah, there's something very admirable about that.
0: And he wants people to love British people. Yeah, it's never going to happen. We don't All like guys it. are colonizers. <laughs>
1: So, I don't know. Maybe this is just not... Maybe maybe you're not the audience. You aren't the audience. No, I'm saying. not. You aren't the audience. And I don't think... Maybe I'm not the audience either. Hmm. And I think that's okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but like, what do you think?
0: I mean... I... You're right. Like, that... It is okay that it's not meant for everybody. I guess I'm still just trying to figure out, like, what is the... We're watching all these films. We're watching all Mm -hmm. these best pictures. Mm -hmm. Things that have, like, made an impact in film. And you can watch this and see how it's made reference later on. And so I just... For me, it's hard to not be able to latch on to anything because I want to be part of that experience. I want to be part of, like... Yes, I've seen every single best picture. I get it. I love it. I I want to be... I want to be a cool girl. I want to hang on to it and so it's hard to accept that uh I can't be cool girl
1: you know though you know what occurred to me first of all this is a complete tangent but when they Oscars get to 100 years in like four years or whatever Mm. we will have seen every movie that's going to appear in that montage we're so cool it's it's very interesting though right yeah
0: it's hard for me to accept not being cool girl even though I know like wanting to be cool girl isn't the point anymore. Like Amazing Amy made it very clear we shouldn't have to be cool girl. But there's part of me that still wants to be cool girl.
1: exactly. (laughs) I think the other part for me is that I'll be very candid. Mm -hmm. There's a little fatigue going on here. Yeah. There's definitely (laughs) a little bit of...
0: We've watched...
1: What is it now? 30? I think 30 because we started in 1929. Yeah. So almost at 30 years, right? We've watched 30 Best Picture winners. Mm -hmm. None of these films so far have been fun good fun yeah like around the world in 80 days and the greatest show on earth are meant to be fun they're just not good
0: i mean gone with the wind was like oh
1: gone with the wind was good and casablanca that's a lot and rebecca and <laughs> rebecca oh, actually that's a lot <laughs> we've lie. had some good time. moments that's true i do think though like i do wonder how i would react if i saw this blind like without this
0: Sis yeah man. if we would still have i think it's just also it's it's so many duds in a row Like, there are good things that have come out of the last, like, 30 movies that we've watched, but it's so often that it's very repetitive that it's something that just is not exhilarating for either
1: you or I. And
0: that is very much a a product of its time. What
1: else was nominated? Let's pull that list up.
0: Uh, Well, there is one that I think is a a better picture.
1: So, I'm going to call them out. There's Peyton Place. Mm -hmm. Sayonara, Mm -hmm. which probably starts white people playing Japanese people. (laughs) Witness for the prosecution, and I think the one you're talking about, Twelve Angry Men. Yeah, which I've never seen.
0: Oh, wow! Yeah.
1: Uh, I've never seen Twelve Angry Men.
0: I loved Twelve Angry Men. I feel
1: like it's a movie I'd like. Yeah, it's, it is. Like, and th- I, I've read the logline. I'm like, this is an hour and twenty minute fight. Yeah, like it's, it, yeah, what what it is, and that's what's so
0: exhilarating about it. Yeah. And it's possible to have a movie with literally twelve men in it.
1: That's a very good point, And Eva. have it be
0: very interesting and compelling and still relevant to today. Like...
1: I don't know anything about it, except okay. that it's about 12 jurors Yeah, <laughs> in, in conversation. That's it. And they're angry. And, and they're, they're angry. Men. And they're men. And they're men. That's interesting. So this year was about two... It's interesting. Very interesting, actually, because it's about two very male-oriented films. Mm-hmm. And next week, we're watching a musical. <laughs> like this week. Is, I mean, we're watching it tonight. We're watching it tonight, <laughs> yeah. but for this week... That's the...
0: What a, like, a shift. That's the other thing. Like, they were so up and down. Those are... I guess they still are today, though. They still are today, Yeah. Like,
1: Nomadland, man.
0: I mean, Nomadland makes sense to me when you think, like, what was that year like for people? And it was a shitty, depressing land. It was literally Nomadland. You're walking around, like, is the world going to end? What's happening here?
1: Like, people really felt that. Yeah.
0: And it's so sad to come off of that coming from something so like fun and exhilarating mm. like it's, Parasite. Like, well, and
1: Parasite had won weeks before the pandemic.
0: But when I look back I was like that is what 2019 and 2020 felt like to me. 2019 was so exciting and, and like promising. there was shit happening yeah. I was like oh life is life is going on and then 2020 happened and it's like oh no this is depressing. And then Koda is just trying to hold on to uh, something. Co- it's tr-
1: It's for hope. Koda is not.
0: Koda is the hope that we all wish we had.
1: Also I need to just point out Yes. After, we're watching Gigi next week, I'm just going to say it. Well, obviously, give it a bigger moment. Okay. <laughs> the week after that, it's Ben-Hur. Oh, fuck. Two hours and 12 minutes. <laughs> it's a long Two time.
0: hours is better than three.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. I said that wrong. 212 minutes. <laughs> I said that very wrong. That's a very different movie.
0: Because I was like, two hours seems short for Ben-Hur.
1: Yeah. Because in the IMDb... That's
0: too many maths for me. It's
1: 212 minutes, excluding Overture, Intermission, and On Truckle. I guess that means the, like, exit music. But, like, anyways.
0: Anyways. When are we recording that? Sorry.
1: Christmas week. (laughs) Oh, great.
0: Yeah. Actually, we're both off, so... We're both off. It's actually the best
1: time to watch it. But anyways, we'll talk about Ben-Hur when we get there. Yeah. But all this to say is that when we were watching, the like, this week, there were two very masculine films. Yeah. But I guess to your point, because I haven't seen 12 Angry Men, so you would have to say this. There's a way to be masculine and there's a way to not. But is The Bridge on the River quiet not?
0: No, I think this is acceptable masculinity. Yeah. It's not masculinity that I enjoy. Like, yeah. I'm obviously, you know me, I love the law. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love a courtroom drama. Yeah. Nope. So 12 Angry Men just speaks to me yeah. in, a lot, in a better way. But I don't think Bridge on the River quiet is, like, in the same realm as movies like The Godfather or... Um,
1: In terms of greatness?
0: In terms of the, uh, being too masculine and it being harmful to, like, the movie going into it. Do you have
1: no, you just don't think it's a great film? Like, you can't, forget, like, fine, you don't think so, but you don't even think in the film pantheon that, like, I get
0: it? Oh, no, I get, I get that. Yeah. I don't get war, and I don't, like, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. This is a great film.
1: Okay, this yeah. is... It's a great film. It's just not... I it's just, not for I'm me. I'm not connecting to it.
0: Yeah. It's kind of how I feel about On the Waterfront. Sorry, Nizem.
1: I love drawing the Waterfront.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: fine. How... How <laughs> am I going to rate this? <laughs> yeah. How are you going to rate this? Bef- before we even get yeah. there, did it deserve Best Picture then? For me... Yeah.
0: I prefer 12 Angry Men. Okay. Yeah.
1: But preference aside...
0: Preference aside, this is the better picture in terms of like the... The craftsmanship mm. that's involved here. This is a good story. It's written well. Yeah. It's not poorly written. No. And it is beautiful to watch.
1: Absolutely. And
0: it has purpose. Yep. And it, it is just a well-made film. Yeah. And so if I'm looking at that versus 12 Angry Men, there is more craftsmanship here. Yeah. And so I can get that and I can stand by it having that best
1: picture win. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I haven't seen 12 Angry Men, and I haven't seen anything else. So I'm really just looking at this on its own. Mm-hmm. I get why, because it is very epic. It's very big. It's very epic. I can totally see this being completely arresting at that time. Especially if you think about, like, nothing has looked like this. This no. looks like a cinematic, cinema scope, huge screen. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine watching this on, like, an IMAX. Even today, imagine watching it on an IMAX. Yeah. It would be incredible an IMAX it would be absolutely and, and that's saying a movie that's like 70 years yeah, ago yeah it would be cool to watch so that is saying something so I understand well you this.
0: watched it on this and right? It, yeah and it was amazing yeah. I'm
1: telling you like, but I'm, I'm also telling you at the same time that like those sequences that are slow there's like about more than halfway through there's a there's a conversation at a officer's office mm-hmm. where there's like five men or something and it goes on and on,
0: on and on
1: and I'm just like why are we still here
0: i maybe maybe fast forward through some parts maybe i did
1: i (laughs) may have checked my phone at a couple of parts yeah (laughs) i but i think i i will say anyways i think it's almost time for ratings anyway it's
0: almost three hours yeah
1: yeah it is yeah people people people. yeah i
0: actually don't think it's necessary and it's not in a negative way you are telling me it's it's a fictional story too. It's yeah. not based off of any actual yeah. like something that happened during this this war, um, but I don't think we really need a before or an after yeah. or even there isn't anything that was like let's tap into that some more. I yeah. think like it just it works yeah. for what it is.
1: That's yeah. fair. So that's that.
0: There you go.
1: Who is reviewing first? You. Me. All right. Here's my stance. Mm. I think that another thing to take away from this is that there's, like, two themes with war films. Yeah. There's not much else you can say about them. It's about the futility of war. And is there actually a second one? Is there another theme when you watch a war film? war film?
0: film? Brotherhood?
1: (laughs) Yeah, loyalty, brotherhood, (laughs) things like that. But, like, the futility of war. Yeah. Can you name a war film that is not about... The futility of, of war. war.
0: <laughs> Inglorious Bastards.
1: That's not a war film uh, though. It no. just takes place at wartime. Yeah. But like Saving Private Ryan and like even All Quiet on the Restaurant Front, like yeah. these are all films that
0: are about the futility, futility of, of war. war.
1: All this to say is that there's not much different that you can say and. I think in 1957, if I had seen this, I would have been more blown away by it because I think it is actually saying very interesting things and it's saying those things very gracefully too. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that Alec Guinness's character is again fighting for the British, but his loyalty and his responsibility and like all of that, he, it is so strong that he recognizes I'm giving it a task and I'm going to do it right. And especially even all the way up until the end when he realizes they're going to blow up the bridge, he wants to stop them. From blowing up the bridge, like, even I worked fucking hard. Yeah, this even shit. when and he knows who's doing it and what's happening, he's like, "No, do not do it." Like that is very admirable. There's mm-hmm. something very stoic and very respectful about that. So I think this is saying interesting things, but I've seen all those things. I've seen them. I saw them in Al Quiet on the restaurant front, and then I saw them in Saving Private Ryan. I've seen it all. I just don't think this movie has anything new to say. Yeah. I think that's really tough. Then. To be watching a war film, and I'm sure we have a couple of more war films coming. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they are, but they're coming, and so we'll see what they're like. So that's tough because I I I don't think this movie was ever going to be exhilarating for me mm-hmm. because war, just like you, it just doesn't it doesn't tickle my fancy. Nope. I'm just not interested in it, and even though this is telling a very interesting story, it's made immaculately. Full stop, period. Mm-hmm. And I even understand the greatness of it. Like, I understand why it's regarded as what it is. I understand why people like it. I get everything. Just not for me. It just didn't connect with me. It didn't, you know. And I think recognizing that, like, you, this might just not be made for you. But being able to say. It's what I say to a lot of people is that knowing what a good film is versus knowing what you like are two very different things. Yeah. You can like a bad movie and you cannot like a good movie. Mm -hmm. And this is an example of me just not connecting with a great film. Yeah. But recognizing, no, this is still a very good film. Yes. It's just not for me.
0: It's good for some people, not great
1: for you. Yeah, exactly. I do think it deserves Best Picture because it is a technical marvel. Mm -hmm. It is arresting. And that ending really does...
0: It's spectacular. It's
1: spectacular. On every level of filmmaking, it is spectacular to watch and experience. And for a film that I was disinterested in and kind of felt was slow... That last half hour was a ride. Mm -hmm. Like, and I knew what was going to happen. Because that scene is so iconic. You know it's going to blow up. But the whole sequence getting up to there and the tension and the stakes and all of that, it is masterful filmmaking. Yeah. This is a hard movie to rate. Yeah. For that very reason. Because being able to separate what I recognize from my taste, I think I'm landing on three and a half stars. Okay. Because I think anything above that, to me, I need to love it. I need mm. to emotionally connect yeah. to And I did not emotionally connect to a single thing in this. So three and a half for me.
0: Yeah. We really have the same sentiments yeah. towards <laughs> this. It's, what you're saying is like being able to recognize when things are great. It's like I said with On the Waterfront. Yeah. I can understand why something is a classic movie, but the classics may not just be for me. Yeah. Like they just don't fit what I want. Yeah. And like, especially this time of the year, I want something like, magical i yeah. want something to really like get my blood going and like have me be like yes this is like exactly what i need, I need and everything everywhere all at once i yeah. need something unique and different but i do appreciate this for what it has done because mm. like you said it is a marvel in terms of mm. like its actual construction Absolutely. of being made um and in a lot of ways it's like it's a motion picture event Mm-hmm. It is that last scene is like pretty spectacular. Yeah. I c- can't imagine being in a theater in 1957 and like seeing that happen. It would be wild.
1: It was probably like watching the Titanic sink. Oh. Like that was probably the experience.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was six when the oh, when so I, I saw when that the Titanic first time. sink. You were like, Luck, <laughs> Luck, I, I think I might have fallen asleep in my dad's. Oh. <laughs> that's what I'm saying.
1: But it's kind of like when my grandparents, who are Indian immigrants, saw Jurassic Park. Okay, yeah. That's probably what That's that was. like, yeah. yeah. I'm
0: trying to think what was that moment in the theater for me, but I'll get there one day. Yeah. Um, so I can't appreciate this for, like, what it is. Yeah. I do think, you know, it's a really well-made movie. The one thing I will say is, like, going into this, I was nervous just based off how, much, how many men are in this. Yeah. Like, I looked at the cast, and was like, oh... Is this going to be penis like... penis after penis. Yeah. And what I will say, this is not a sausage fest. No, it
1: isn't. It no. never feels that way.
0: It doesn't feel that way. And it does that very successfully. Mm-hmm. And I actually do commend it for not being a sausage mm-hmm. fest because it could so easily go yeah. that route where it's trying to have you suffer in its masculinity. Yeah. And it's not. I actually think like you could interchange these characters with women and it would still work. Yeah, you They would have the same motivations. Yeah. They would have the same, you know, effect in the film and it would... Would be fine. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, men would complain that women are in them, but
1: it would be fine. And I don't so, know if I would buy a woman playing Alec Guinness's character, though.
0: You don't think there's somebody who would have that loyalty to their country and to their service and would want to have see their accomplishment go as far as it can?
1: I think, I mean, this is a much larger conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think there's a little bit more rationale, maybe, in women, whereas men might be a little bit more singular-focused. And this is not to say, this is just like how, a, how I feel like a woman might be able to. I think Alleginness's character is so focused and so straightforward mm-hmm. that he's not seeing the like,
0: hey. How everything else was kind of yeah, like falling to shit. Falling but to I shit. think there are women like that. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Just like there are men who are not like that. Yeah, like, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. But I commend this film for not making it so toxic that I can't tolerate it. Like mm-hmm. I could actually get through this movie mm-hmm. as much as I hate war and I don't mm-hmm. like watching these kinds of films. I was able to watch all almost three hours of it. So pat on the back for me yeah. for getting that done. Um, but again, it's like, it's the hard to rate because there yeah. is my own feelings. So if I'm looking, I'm going to tell you both of my ratings, but I'm going to go towards the technical rating because okay. that's, what's going to go in our spreadsheet. My, My emotional is like a two and a half for me. My technical, like this is actually like a great motion picture is three and a half. Okay. Yeah. It's a whole
1: other star. It's a whole other star. Yeah. And I get that. I totally do.
0: It's a good movie.
1: It's a good movie. And I would recommend watching it actually. But like. If you like war. Like if you like
0: 1917, watch this.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. I think this is, yeah. I do really like 1917. 1917 is another movie about the futility of war. Yes. <laughs> it's exactly that.
0: And it was so boring. At the end. I actually really like
1: 1917. <laughs> I thought it was very well made.
0: Okay. Yes, it's well made. Yeah. I almost yeah. fell asleep uh, in that theater. About the futility of war. Yeah. <laughs> it's the
1: same themes. It's Atonement. Like, okay. Another movie <sighs> about the futility of war. But about other things.
0: Atonement? It's about
1: the futility of war. Partially.
0: But that dress.
1: <laughs> atonement is about a lot of things. things. So it gets like away with atonement. it. Like atonement. Like <laughs> atonement. Like, yeah, exactly that. But yeah, that was The the Bridge on the River Kwai. Not a bad film. No. Actually a very great film.
0: Yeah. But a spectacle in its a own spectacle right.
1: spectacle in its own right. And like an original spectacle. Mm-hmm. Just not, not for me, and the Not for us. But do you know what is for us, Mita?
0: No. The game. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what is he going to say?
1: I'm going to ask you now mm-hmm. to connect. Wee oui, wee. Oui. I
0: <laughs> you made this up like ten minutes. I did,
1: but I think you'll like it. Okay. And on the like at the same time, I mm. think it's a bit of a cheat. Okay. But I would like you to connect. Uh huh. That thing you do. Uh huh. To the White Lotus.
0: Okay. Season two. Season two of yes. the White Lotus. Yeah. There's so many people. Exactly.
1: And your timer starts.
0: Oh my gosh, (laughs) there's so many possibilities. Okay, let's just start with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks directed That Thing You Do. Let's see, The White Lotus and Tom Hanks. What has Tom Hanks been in? And who's in the White Lotus? Uh, Okay, Tom Hanks. I'm trying to figure out like a way to Kate Winslet because Theo James is in the Diversion series with Kate Kate Winslet. Winslet. Kate Winslet is in, oh, Titanic with Leonardo DiCaprio who's in Catch Me With You Can with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is the director of That Thing You Do. Do you need me to do it the other way around?
1: Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure you did it, but just do it the other
0: That way. Thing You Do is, okay. <laughs> is directed and produced by Tom Hanks, yeah. who is in um, Catch Me If You Can with Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio, who is in Titanic um, and Revolutionary Road with Kate Winslet, who is in the Divergent movie series with Theo James, yeah. who is in White Lotus Season 2. Okay. And he has a great butt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meet that was objectifying Theo James. Yeah. Mike White, clearly, that was clear in the white looks. (laughs) This is is for the women and the gays. Yeah. And that's okay.
0: Mike White has, like, the most amazing story as a human being. Yeah? He's, like, a really interesting person. We can
1: go into that later. Yeah. Okay, you did it in a minute. There you go. I feel like there's probably a way through Jennifer Coolidge.
0: Okay, but I couldn't think like that. No,
1: that's fair. I'm, <laughs> s- I'm not saying that, like, you, you should have done it. I'm just saying... You Gen- dumb little bit. <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge is, like, having a, re- like a renaissance. Yeah. Like, totally. it, But it
0: started with White Lotus, season one. You missed it. You What's didn't it? watch
1: it. I did watch season one.
0: But only recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, I, I know
1: she won an Emmy for it. She was also in Promising Young Woman and some of the worst casting in the world.
0: Yeah. yeah. That was really bad. Mm. And the, my dad was watching something the other day and she was in it. I was like, really? I can't remember
1: what it was. Anyways. Yeah. That's that. Mita, what are we watching next week?
0: Next week, or well, yes, next, next week. Next
1: week, but also tonight. Tonight,
0: we are watching Gigi.
1: Yeah. Yes. Another movie it never knew existed.
0: A movie we had to purchase. Yeah.
1: That's <laughs> why we're watching it together. Just so you know, we don't just like randomly pick these movies. Mita and I could not find Gigi to stream anywhere. No. So we Which purchased Which has me worried. <laughs> yeah it's a two-hour musical yes starring people oh starring one leslie caron
0: yes we're reintroduced to her since an american in paris it's also directed by the same director as an american in paris oh Vincent yes Minnelli. Vincent Minnelli. so maybe we'll have new feelings
1: also won nine <laughs> oscars shit that's not small So, Mita and I are going to go find out what Gigi's like. Yeah. But before we do, Mm. parting words, Mita.
0: Be happy in your work.
1: Mm. That's good. That's nice. Thank you so much for listening, friends. Please like, subscribe, share, and... Rate and review. And we will see you next week for... Gigi. Gigi. (laughs) Have a lovely week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Movies to Watch Before the End of the World, sponsored by No One.
0: You can follow us on Instagram at movies to watch pod, on Twitter at movies the number two watchpod, on the TikTok at movies to watch pod, or send us an email at movies to watch pod at gmail.com.
1: As always, keep your pants on and don't forget to smell the Kevin Bacon.